This episode of Your Daily Lex is brought to you by the Your Daily Lex podcast, a new podcast from podcasting mastermind and all-around great guy, Lex Friedman. And here's a true story. As I was recording this lead-in, my theme music started booming in my headphones and just scared the ever-loving feces out of me. Anyway, here's an alternate theme song submitted by my friend, Seth Brown. It's the Daily Lex. Just five minutes with Lex. That isn't very long. It's the podcast that moves so fast, there's not time to finish this. It's Thursday, January 2nd, 2014. My thanks again to my friend Seth Brown for that theme song, which makes me laugh every time I hear it. Uh, what I, I've just recorded a version of this podcast and deleted it and started again, because what I was going to do was use today to tell you about my job history so that tomorrow I could talk about work-life balance and how that's especially tricky when you work from home. But I was barely through my job history story when I realized it was at the four and a half minute mark. And I was thinking, I don't want to all the way, you know, already be at 10 or 11 or 15 minutes when I've said that this show is going to be about five minutes. So I'm, I'm regrouping. And now here on take two, uh, what I'm going to do is tell you the story of my job history, but it's going to take uh, it's going to take several days. So uh, for today, for Thursday, I'm going to tell you the story of my uh, first job after college. So I met Lauren, who became my wife. Uh, I met her at Brandeis. We moved to Los Angeles together. And uh, the idea was we were going to get jobs in the entertainment industry. She was going to act. I was going to write. It was going to be great. Uh, instead, what I did was I took a job at a literary and talent agency as an agent's assistant. The agency was called Paradigm. When you work at a talent agency in Hollywood, the idea is you start in the mailroom and you work your way up. It's that, that cliche is true. Uh, what happened was I went in for an interview and they said, you should go see our agent, Jonathan Silverman. So I went to meet Jonathan Silverman and he said, my assistant quit today and I need one. And I think, Lex, that you're very smart because he was especially impressed that I went to Brandeis, which, you know, was very kind and flattering, but I still don't get it. I mean, it's a good school, but it's, I don't know, it's not Harvard. Uh, maybe it is. Okay, Brandeis is Harvard. It's a scam. Anyway, Silverman was impressed and he wanted me to start right away. I didn't realize, uh, I didn't see the warning sign that this guy had uh, had an immediate need for an assistant, that his assistant had quit with no warning. Uh, there was a reason his assistant quit without warning, and that's because Jonathan Silverman is a dick. Uh, but so I worked as his assistant. On my first day on the job, he called me and, Lex, I need you in my office now. I come in. I need you to organize my desk. Uh, bear in mind, it's my first day. I have no idea what anything on his desk is. And what he wanted to do was sit with his feet up on the desk while I organized all of his messy crap into piles. Uh, he, was, he was a bad man. Uh, he loved to yell and be angry. He was one of those guys. And I was mostly miserable at that job. It didn't help that every other assistant hated me at Paradigm because I had skipped the mailroom. In general, you go through the mailroom and I didn't do that. So nobody would talk to me. I had to wear a suit every day, by the way, which was not the worst part, but certainly didn't help matters. Now, Jonathan Silverman, the agent, has the same name as Jonathan Silverman, the actor, star of such classic hits as Weekend at Bernie's, which I've never seen, uh, and the sitcom The Single Guy, which I did watch. Uh, most of the time, Jonathan Silverman, the agent, was more famous than his clients. So if I was making him a lunch reservation or a dinner reservation, I always did it under his name so that he could trade on the fact that his name was the same as the Hollywood-known entity, Jonathan Silverman, the actor, and they would get the better table or whatever. Uh, my uh, favorite story from working at that agency was he had this client named Alex Sakharov who went on to be a uh, cinematographer for The Sopranos, among other things. 
And there was one day where uh, Billy Baldwin was in the uh, in the building, and he was leaning on my desk. And Mr. Sakharov, whom I got along with great, called. So I answer the phone, and he says, Lex, it's Alex Sakharov. And I say, Alec, how are you? And it was as if phones froze in mid-ring, and everybody stopped to turn. They all thought, everyone in the room, including Billy Baldwin, thought that I was addressing Billy Baldwin, which would have been an extreme rule-breaker to begin with, and that I was calling him Alec, his brother's name instead of his own name anyway. So not just addressing him, but addressing him by his more famous, more successful, more handsome brother's name. I was doing neither of those things, but it was extremely awkward. Anyway, Jonathan Silverman was such a dick that I, uh, and I was totally miserable commuting an hour each way to this job to wear a suit and be treated like crap, uh, that I quit. And I went to work for another company called PowWeb, which I'll tell you about tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the podcast that moves so fast, there's not time to finish this.